Welcome to the Inner Badass Podcast, the podcast for people who know they have badassery inside of them and are ready to let it out. Expect solo episodes from me, Chelsea March, and interviews with some of my favorite badasses. If you're looking for inspiration, mindset, and a good old-fashioned ass-kicking with a little bit of comedy, you're in the right place. Let's do this thing. Hello, and welcome to the first official episode of the Inner Badass Podcast. This episode was originally recorded in the Inner Badass Facebook group, but we're re-recording because, number one, it needed to be, and number two, it's my show, and I can do what I want. And for what it's worth, this is a wonderful lesson in being unafraid to suck at something, but also being willing to make tweaks and put your best foot forward. The truth is that the original episode was not great, and I will always be honest on this show whether or not it's comfortable to do so. And in all honesty, the first episode could have been better. I haven't performed in months. Or even done a self-tape. Sorry to my lovely agents, but also not really because, hello, global pandemic. So I was rusty, nervous, and uncomfortable. And that's okay. It'll stay up in the Facebook group because everyone starts somewhere and we have to honor our progress. The first time I ever did stand-up, I wrote a whole script of exactly what I wanted to say with little notes on how to say it. I was so nervous that the paper shook the entire time. I literally couldn't read anything I wrote, completely forgot everything I had planned, got overwhelmed, squeaked out about three minutes of jokes, and basically just ran off stage. The video of that exists somewhere, and I won't be deleting that either. I eventually got more comfortable telling dick jokes to a dark room of drunk people, and eventually I will get more comfortable speaking my truth into the void, both on camera and off. If you've made it this far, thanks for sticking around. You might be wondering, who is this Chelsea person, and what gives her the right to call herself a badass? Well, I've kind of always been a badass, and you have too. You just might not have known it. I was always a small kid. No, seriously. I'm only five feet tall and barely 100 pounds. I can't reach the top shelf of anything without a step stool. But even when I was the smallest kid in class, I was always fiercely independent, loud, and a dreamer. My first sentence was do itself, which later became my mantra for life. But let's not get sidetracked yet. I started telling people that I was going to be a star before I was fully even out of diapers. And in one way or another, I have continued to push that dream as far as I possibly can. The badassery really started to kick in around 2004 when I found myself needing a spinal fusion to correct scoliosis. I had decided at age 12 that I no longer wanted to be a ballerina because I saw myself rapidly developing an eating disorder and I knew that wasn't a good look. What I didn't know was that I had a genetic condition called Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome, or EDS, which causes extreme hypermobility and joint instability which in turn caused my spine to cave in on itself without the support of my dancer's muscles. My parents, who to their credit were amazing and found a great surgeon with no bedside manner, but a great reputation. He told me it was surgery or eventual death, which is not something anyone wants to hear, let alone a preteen. Surgery was also risky, he said, but the risks were greater if you don't, blah, 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 blah. We were given two dates, and I had to choose between the school play or the class trip to Washington, D.C. I picked the play because the way I saw it, if there was a possibility that I might die or never walk again, I wanted to spend as much time as possible doing what I loved. Clearly, someone was a little dramatic as a kid. 
The time passed, and I had the surgery. The surgeon scheduled a visit from a former patient to come see me in the hospital. She was a rockette, living her dreams in New York City, scoliosis and spinal fusion be damned. And I thought to myself, I can do that, and I want to show other kids that they can too. Obviously not the rockette part. I always knew I was never going to beat that high requirement. But it got me out of bed and committed to seeing my dreams come true. I figured that if I was being given the chance to live a normal, healthy-ish life, I better make the fucking most of it. And yes, I really did swear that much at that age. Still do. We will talk more about this in future episodes, but you get the idea. Anyways, life goes on, and while everyone else is finding their practical college degrees and careers, I'm going balls to the wall at what I was sent here to do. Then, I got hit by an SUV. Because, why the fuck not? More on that in another episode, so stay tuned. And it all went down the toilet. Traumatic brain injury and a side of depression later, and things got a little off track. But badasses don't give up. I never wanted to be the person who doesn't follow through on what they say they're going to do. And I had been saying for years that I wanted to move to LA and work in TV and film, but found myself getting caught up in other jobs, relationships, and a whole bunch of other bullshit. It's fucking expensive to be an actor, and nobody actually wants to be a starving artist as glamorous and exciting as Rent makes it look. So 2017 rolls around, and I'm newly single, broke as fuck, and definitely surviving off of leftovers from the barbecue restaurant I was waiting tables at because the tips just weren't cutting it, and eating disorders make you do weird shit sometimes. I actually went to a cousin's wedding, reeking of barbecue smoke after work, that I tried desperately to cover up with cheap body spray because hashtag starving artist. And all of my cousins were living life in LA, doing the damn thing, and going after their dreams in big ways. And at that point, I put my foot down and said, fuck this. I'm moving to LA in a year, I will do what it takes to get ready, and I am not dating anyone or getting stuck in a job that doesn't support that dream. I didn't know much about intentional manifestation at the time, and had really closed the door on the spiritual side of myself. Fast forward about a month, and I've now met the man who is now my fiancé, am now gainfully employed with the means to start saving for a move, with a schedule that fits with my acting goals. I tell the man, who I am convinced is too good to be true, that I'm moving to LA in a year. And all he says is, okay, I guess we should start saving. Shortly after, I auditioned for the conservatory program where I would gain the skills I needed to successfully work as an actor in LA and meet the people who inspired the inner badass and all that goes along with it. Which brings us to now. Today, I'm living in LA, coaching, writing, and creating on my own terms. I auditioned for three major network and studio projects in 2020 before the pandemic hit. I continue to push forward with my goals and hold myself accountable to stay motivated. I recently started a challenge for myself called the 90 Days of Badassery because at the time, there's 90 days till my birthday and a little bit more than that till the end of the year. And I know I've got it in me to step it up again. Since committing to the challenge, I've started this podcast, begun building out my own line of jewelry and apparel, gotten myself back into an actor accountability group, and started taking care of my body. It's literally never too late to turn your day, month, year, or life around. If you're not in the Inner Badass Facebook group, 
and you'd like to join me on this challenge, I would encourage you to get in there and share your goals and what you're doing to hold yourself accountable to make them happen. I've found that making a public declaration makes things feel real, which in a year of uncertainty feels good. One of the main reasons this podcast even started was that I publicly declared that it was and started inviting people to join me for interviews. There's something about declaring it to the world that makes you go, oh shit, this is real, and I'd better follow through. All that to say, I felt the pull to start a podcast as my old comedy persona stopped fitting with the person I've stepped into, and I've been wanting to step back from doing traditional stand-up. I'm more connected to my inner truth and spirituality, and I'm done taking no for an answer. It's a strangely perfect combination of all the things I love and hate about LA. This will be a show for the dreamer, who has a sense of humor and knows they need to get their shit together, but is tired of trying to listen to podcasts made by people that sound like every mean girl they went to high school with. I'll be alternating between solo episodes and interviews with some of my most favorite, brilliant, creative humans, and we will go deep on all the things. Please tune in next week for a chat with my high school bestie and artist extraordinaire, Madeline Goodman of Mad Goody Studio. We've been friends for almost 15 years, and nothing is off limits, so you know it'll be juicy. Thank you for tuning in to the first official episode, and if you'd like to catch a live recording, hop on over to our Facebook group where all future episodes will be recorded. If you didn't hate this, please let me know by leaving a rate and review. I'm extremely extrinsically motivated, so any hint that you're enjoying this content will make me want to make more. Go out and be a badass. I love you.